Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Bowne and welcome to The Culture Catalyst, a podcast for leaders to embed the systems that create high-performance teams. I'm obsessed with the collective capacity for all humans to come together in small groups and make a difference. As a performance coach and author, I bring together a potent mix of positive psychology, neuroscience and organisation dynamics to help modern leaders create workplaces where people thrive. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Culture Catalyst. In our last episode, we explored why it's helpful to think about organisations as systems. So today we're going to take a look at how the nature of your organisation's system impacts performance. So on a surface level, this makes a lot of sense. The way your organisation or team or business is set up influences the way people in it interact. The team structures, the tasks and responsibilities that are assigned to the different teams, the tools and the resources that they use, how they interact with customers, all these things influence the nature of the daily interactions, which ultimately stacks up to equal the customer and employee experience. And that's what drives performance. Ultimately, the experience, that experience impacts the way people think, the way that they feel, what they focus on and the nature of their effort. So, If we're thinking about performance, which is what a lot of organizational founders, leaders, executives are thinking about all the time, what we need to be thinking about is how we are building our organization for maximum connection. What we want is for all the parts, all the people in a business to be working in integrated and interconnected ways. We want them to be working well together to form a cohesive whole. What we don't want is for people to think and work in siloed ways. And we hear that term a lot. And when they're working in siloed ways, they're really only thinking about how what they do influences the effectiveness of their team. What we want is for people to understand how their work interacts with the work of other members of the group to deliver a fantastic customer experience or product or service. So what we're aiming for is to build a fully integrated organizational system. This excerpt from chapter three of my book defines what I mean by a fully integrated system. This reading is from Purpose, Passion and Performance by Stephanie Bowne. How systems for leadership, culture and strategy drive the three P's of high-performing organisations. Understanding integrated systems. My son Byron is fond of Lego. Who isn't? It's a fantastic toy and we have boxes of the stuff. For his ninth birthday, he received from Grandpa a set for a bright orange Corvette with black stripes down the side. The recommended age for this was 12 to 14 years. Byron was ecstatic to be trusted with such a momentous challenge. He set to work. He spent days working on it, building it in stages. Finally, he put the last pieces in and set his car in motion. When it rolled, the pistons were supposed to go up and down, But alas, no pistons were pumping. He descended into tears of frustration. He set it aside for a few days before coming back at it with renewed vigour. He pulled it apart almost to the beginning and started building it again. This time around, the pistons pumped. When parts don't connect, they don't work. Or, like Byron's first build, they only partially achieve their potential. Organisational systems are much the same. Organisations are composed of interrelated subsystems. They are like Russian dolls, containing holes within holes. Organisations have individuals who are systems of their own account, who belong to teams, who belong to departments, who belong to work areas, and so on. 
For the whole organisation to perform as it should, the subsystems need to find points of alignment. If they only partially connect, they deliver mediocre performance. If they fully connect and fully align, they deliver high performance. Integrated systems create the optimal internal conditions that amplify performance. The nature of your organisational system directly impacts where people focus their energy and effort, which ultimately impacts market performance. The more interconnected the systems of leadership, culture and strategy are, the stronger your market performance will be. Where the focus goes, the energy flows and the value grows. This reading was from Purpose, Passion and Performance, awarded top three leadership books in Australia in 2001. So 3M are a great example of a company that has mastered the art of integrating the activities of their people. They are industry leading. They are a Fortune 500. They employ almost over 100,000 people. And they're a world leader in markets from healthcare and highway safety to office products, abrasives and adhesives. They're the inventor of the post-it note, if you don't know 3M. So how have they mastered this? Well, they've mastered it through five key areas. This is how they integrate the activities of their people. They actively feel their customers' pain. So they really listen to their customers' pain point and integrate that into the way they think about their response to market. They're empowering employees. So they actively help employees promote and work on what they are interested in. Which comes to the third point, they dedicate time to innovation. So they are the inventors of 15% time where they ask employees to dedicate 15% of their work hours to coming up with new ideas and innovating new products. The post-it note was actually invented from 15% time and Google adopted this strategy from Google's 15% time. We've received the great inventions of Google Earth and probably many more things that Google would attribute to 15% time. So they dedicate time to innovation and this really allows their employees to break out of the mold, connect, link and determine how they can work together to produce new products and services to the market. They also enable employees through collaborative platforms. So they use technologies to enable people to communicate effectively and they are absolutely solid on their attraction and retention of talented people. So they've mastered the art of integration through thinking about their organisational systems that connect, align and inspire their people through empowerment, through bringing bringing great talent in and through providing the sorts of platforms and initiatives that foster the kind of culture that breeds collaboration and integration. So who's experienced something like this? A new hire who doesn't quite fit the culture, a training program that doesn't affect behavioural change, a new system not being taken up, a change program that doesn't stick, a strategy that's not implemented. We've all experienced the frustration of trying to input change into an organisational system and not observing the expected output that we would like to see as a result of that effort. And often what's going on here is that the problem is not that the program wasn't good enough or the people weren't talented enough. The problem is that we don't have a system of performance to plug these new initiatives into. The performance system is essentially how we connect and align the activities of people in our organisations. It acts a little bit like the vascular system of the organisation, like blood pumping through our bodies. It carries the vital information to the interrelated subsystems of the business so that that information can be absorbed by individuals and teams and actually used to add value and better their performance. 
Once you have a performance system in place in your organization, adapting and changing and responding to opportunities or shifts in the marketplace becomes an easy process, not an arduous process that has to be started from the ground up every time. James Clear talks about atomic habits. These are the smallest units of behavior, a regular practice or routine that's easy to do. And he talks about an atomic habit being something that compounds over time. So he says that if you aim to just get 1% better each day, you'll end up with results 37 times better after one year. So a small change equals a big gain. And in the same way, focusing on your systems of performance, how your people work together in integrated ways is the fundamental process that contributes to overall improvement in an organization. So if habits are the smallest units of behavior that contribute to performance, then systems are the scaffolding that supports high-performance cultures. If you want to think a little bit further about what is a high-performance system, how can I do this, then tune in to my next episode. If you'd like to participate in a free online learning event for CEOs, founders, or people and culture executives, go to my website, stephaniebound.com forward slash events for more information and to secure your spot. This year, we have a program of events on how to create alignment, transform culture, or inspire high performance. I look forward to seeing you there. My book of the week this week is James Clear's Atomic Habits. I've just referred to it in the podcast today. It's a global bestseller and for a really good reason. He provides some really simple guidelines on how to change a bad habit, how to embed a good habit and how to actually stack habits, which I think is really useful. So some of my key takeaways from his stuff is to create the want and the drive and the need to adopt a positive habit. So something as simple as laying out my clothes for Pilates the night before near the bed gives me the motivation to get up, get dressed and get out there and do the class. And he also talks about habit stacking. So a really positive habit for me is if I do Pilates then I'm motivated to want to drink a liter of water in the morning and I'm not as hungry. So I don't, I'm easily able to fast until lunchtime. So all of these great habits kind of go together for me. And it all starts with the simple act of laying out my gear for Pilates the night before. So thank you, James, for helping me be a little bit more disciplined and adopt some more positive habits. I fully recommend his book to anybody looking to improve your lifestyle, health, or make any change. Thanks for listening to The Culture Catalyst. If you've enjoyed, of course, like and subscribe and feel free to leave me a review. I love questions. Send me a question and I'll be happy to answer it in a future podcast. And if you want to connect with me, look out for me on LinkedIn. So think about this for you today. What will be your catalyst for change, whether that be personal, business, professional, relational? I'm Stephanie Bowne. See you next time on The Culture Catalyst.